Welcome back to Verbal Money, the podcast with the most intense intro that we usually don't get to watch, but now we do. The, it's the podcast with the most intense intro, but the least focused conversation topics. Um, but we're going to try and keep it on track because we've got UFC 286 to discuss. We build it as one of the biggest weekends in the history of UK MMA, and it has turned out to be exactly that. Before we go fight by fight, uh, obviously, Jamie, you were there actually covering the event. What was the kind of highlight of your time covering UFC 286? Oh, that's a that's a big question. That is, Kyle. That is a very big question. Um, I would probably say the Thursday on the way to the press conference when I bumped into Colby in my hotel elevator <laughs> because it was just so unexpected and so like kind of surreal that it was like even happening because I was just, I walked into the elevator and there were three guys just with their heads down and I thought, shit, I've got my camera now. I've got all my camera equipment and these guys just going to do a job on me and take my stuff. And then it stopped at a floor that no one wanted to stop at. And he looked up and I was like, oh shit. And I just said, you're all Colby. How you doing, mate? Like, how you finding London? And he was just, he was, I mean, as you'd expect, he's a nice guy when he's not in front of camera. So, but yeah, that was pretty pretty weird. Yeah, I love how you were the first person to find out about that. Yeah. Yeah, and you were just like, I think I just ran into Colby. And we were like, what? I, I spoke to my editors as well. I was like, right, I've just ran into Colby in the hotel. Do we know if he's a backup or not? Because that's pretty big news that no one knows about. And I were like, we don't know. Um, how did he look? And I was like, he was in a tracksuit. He could have been going to cut some additional weight. Um, and he did look pretty, pretty like slim. And I was like, but obviously we don't know, so we can't just run with it because obviously you know what it's like in the in the media world. You can't just run with something that you haven't got confirmation on. So it was a bit unfortunate that I didn't get the confirmation, but it was still pretty like cool to just run into him in the hotel. Yeah, I mean, not that uh, not that we did anything to follow up on it, but. We should uh, give a, an apology to Chisanga for the hate that he got. Yeah, I do feel bad. I got to the presser and I spoke to him and um, Harry Davis from uh, the Mirror online. No, not the Mirror online, sorry, just the Mirror. Um, and I was, I, saw, I told them, I was like, yeah, I've just bumped into Colby. And they both looked at me like, no, you haven't. And I was like, oh, yeah, he was in my hotel. So I do feel bad that Chisanga was getting quite a lot of shit on Twitter for it, but... It, it paid off because obviously he did weigh in on Friday morning. So, yeah, that <laughs> that was so bizarre when he actually walked out. I was like, okay, okay at least at least we, it was justified. Like, I, I was really like hoping he did weigh in on Friday morning as well. Because obviously, as I told Chisanga and Harry, and then spoke to my editors Jay and Eddie about it, I was really hoping that he would, just so I didn't look like I was an idiot and just making things up so when he did come out on friday i was pretty happy yeah um do you guys want to go main event first or do you want to work the way up i think we should start at the top start at the top yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna leave this to jamie because it doesn't feel doesn't feel right to uh to try and do this justice but uh that performance from Leon Edwards is one of the best executed game plans I think I have ever seen inside the cage. He was near enough perfect for 25 minutes, I thought. And uh, I was surprised when I saw a few scorecards that had the fight quite close. I don't know about you. 
Yeah, I was. I didn't get to really kind of take into consideration the scoring on the night because I was so like focused on just watching the fight and not really scoring it, but making sure that Leon was doing a good job. And obviously, it was like you just said, Carly's game plan was absolutely ridiculously executed. He didn't kind of give Usman as much as Usman was putting on the pressure pretty much the entire fight. He just didn't really give him any openings to to do anything with that pressure. Obviously, the the takedowns. I think Usman scored four of fifteen. I think that was the 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 not the end figures, which is just mental to see how far Edwards's takedown defenses came, even from the last fight. I think all of us here knew though that that Edwards was really good in that that kind of area of the game, and obviously last fight. That shows that the altitude did play um, play a massive part in that fight. As much as people maybe took the mick about that on the lead up to this one, that really shown that the altitude was a big factor in that one. I think. Yeah, for sure, Steve. The striking from Leon Edwards. I mean, we all knew that he was a great striker and that he had the striking advantage, but like a masterclass. I think it was like low seventies. His. Uh... His, his strikes landed rate was something ridiculous like that. Like, such a good performance. I thought the shot selection throughout was so perfect. Yeah, the way you can see, obviously, he's great at it, but on the break from the clinch, he, he was coming up with the knees. Normally, you see the elbows from him, but this time it was the knees, and it worked great. Really staggered him with that one knee, like we saw. Um, you mentioned the striking. I want to talk about the takedown defense. Because, like, obviously... Last fight, he was taken down quite a bit. Obviously, we know there was factors in terms of the elevation for that fight. But I thought he showed really, like, elite level than the world in terms of takedown defense in this fight. Especially with Usman, which is why we'll come on to in a minute in the next fight. I I would still pick him to win that next fight as well. But no, you mentioned the striking, of course. Excellent. Accurate. That's what you're going to get from Edwards, though. We've seen this in this run coming up to this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Deserves so much credit for the takedown defense. I remember seeing the the stat of how long he'd been controlled on the ground from the first fight to the second fight to the third fight, and just remarkable that he's able to do that. Um, we'll talk about Colby in in a little sec, but uh, I want to get to I want to get to Jake to give us his take on on Usman's performance because I've seen some people say that it wasn't very good. Other people say that it was good, but Leon just counted it perfectly. But as the owner of a Kamaru Usman T-shirt, Jake, how do you feel like the Nigerian Nightmare did? Uh, I was I was happy enough from a from a fan's perspective. I thought that uh, he fought pretty well. I thought Leon won very clearly. I don't understand people who thought Usman won that fight. I gave Leon every round. If it wasn't for the point deduction, I would have had a 50-45. Um, yeah, I think Usman fought well, but Leon just had a counter perfectly. And you know, as much as maybe the uh, like being at sea level again did help his cardio and that kind of thing, I just feel like skill-wise he leveled up a lot from the first fight to the second fight. And he'd be hard-pressed to find someone at welterweight who's going to beat him. I'm, I'm not upset that I got my pick wrong or anything like that. Like It was just, that was a fucking masterclass from Edwards. I just want to touch on something that Jake said there, sorry, Carl. The fact that Usman did look, he, he didn't look terrible. Like A lot of people have been on Twitter recently in the past few days saying that Usman's like finished and that 
he's nowhere near as good as what he was. I, I think that's complete and utter bullshit, to be honest. I think it's a stupid comment. I really think it is. That kind of downplays how good Edward does look, and I, I think that's quite unfair. And just because Usman didn't kind of get his wrestling going, people are just saying that, oh, he's washed. That's just, it's pathetic to say that, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, obviously, the the next conversation to have is what is next for both guys. And I still feel like if we're talking about any matchup that is somebody versus Kamaru Usman, I'm still going to favor Kamaru Usman. As long as that person isn't called Leon Edwards, I still think Usman is right there. Like, I, it's baffling that people can try and make a point that Usman is past his best off of that performance. I I don't see that at all. I think it's because of the fact that he is getting getting on in age now and he's obviously had these, like, the knee issues that he's had, but he, he doesn't show that in his fights. Like, he doesn't show that he's getting on in age or that he's got knee issues. Like, you, you wouldn't even... If you didn't know who Kamaru Usman was and that was your first time watching him, you'd think he would... You would think he was one of the best fighters in the world. You wouldn't think he's getting on in age and that he's got knee issues. You wouldn't know that. So for people to just kind of say that now that he's lost two fights in a row, I think it's just, it's quite bitter, to be honest, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Another thing that I can't see at all is Colby Covington's legitimacy as the next contender in line for the belt. Um, Steve, reaction? I was thinking earlier, and I'm like, I was like preparing to go on a whole rant on the welterweight division, but I can't be bothered right now. <laughs> um, Colby Covington's last win was a year ago against the number eleven guy. Another, yeah, his what's his best win? RDA five years ago, he beat an old Woodley. He lost to Usman twice. What's Woodley's? What, what's Covington's best win? A loss to Kamara Usman. Mm. That is his best win. Jay, you can pick either or. Maybe pro- probably the second fight. He made it to a decision in the second fight, yeah. and it could have been a draw. That's his best fucking. That's his best fucking claim to fame for, or his best claim to getting a fucking title shot. Like, yeah. no, his claim to his claim to fame is being an <laughs> arsehole. But that's just uh, yeah. that's a separate issue. It's not about Colby being an arsehole and you know not wanting to not wanting him to get a title shot. It's like if you hate Colby Covington. You would like him to get this fight because he's going to get fucking trashed by Leon Edwards. I do think it's a, a lot of the UFC. It's played played out perfectly for the UFC though. Like, imagine if Usman would have won that fight on the weekend, and then we're looking at Colby versus Usman three. Like, yeah. it's something that no one wants to see, doesn't well, I, need I, to see. I don't think it would have happened. I think that's what we I think it would have though. We I all do think the video. They wouldn't have given it to him. They they, I think they would have because of the fact that they've flown him in as a backup. Yeah. That really kind of that that cements him as the next, no matter what. And that's what Dana White said in the in the post fight scrum. He said that he came in on a couple of days' notice to weigh in as a backup. He's he's next, no matter what. I think that could you imagine? Right? Could you imagine no. that if Usman won and the first title defense of his second reign was against Colby Covington again? That means, and let's say he won. That means that six out of a total, or uh, the three out of six total title defenses would have been against Colby Covington. Half of his title defenses would have came against Colby Covington, and then two against Masvidal as well, and two against Masvidal as well. Like you can't fucking do this. I, this I, is not Max Holloway we're talking about here. It's Colby I don't Covington. think they could have either, but the fact that they've, like I said, the backup thing that just no. makes it kind of. But you, I'll say that. I, but I think that we all saw that video of Colby. 
celebrating that yeah, yeah. Leon win. Leon winning. He knows he wasn't gonna be in there with Usman again, I feel. He knows he know. wouldn't beat Usman yeah. either. Yeah, he knows exactly. that he can't beat Usman. That's why I think he was so happy though. I think it's because he knew that he's got more chance of beating Edwards than he has Usman. But I think either way, he knew he was next. I, I really do. I believe that. I, I know I'm saying that because he weighed in his backup, that no, really I, cements I, it. But I, I get that. I, yeah. I, but then you I, to kind of counter my own argument, Pavlovich weighed in his backup a couple of weeks ago for the heavyweight yeah, title fight, and exactly. he's not next. So and I know it was. It's a. It's a couple of years ago now, when shit it was actually five years ago. Um, it was after Colby Covington's last good win against RDA. Um, the uh, Volkov weighed in as a backup for Cormier and Miocic, and he had to go fight Derek Lewis. So, mm. backup doesn't always mean it. It's just gets in Dana's good graces. I think when it's Colby, it does mean yeah. it, though. That's yeah, how you should. I, I, see, I but, see both points, to be honest. Yeah. I think when, when it's someone like Colby, he's a star. Sure. I don't mm. know. I don't really see it. He's not, he's, he hasn't drawn that well. But, no, what's the evidence that he has drawn well? Look at his pay-per-view appearances. There was 225 against uh, RDA. Don't even know how many that sold off the top of my head, but if it sold well, it's because it was a good card and CM Punk was on it. So that couldn't explain that. There is 245 against Usman, which was a good card, but that was actually a good headliner as well, so that might do something. 268 was a good card as well. And I don't think 272 sold well. I don't think him and Masvidal sold well. He, if I'm, he, if made I'm correct, he made an argument in the media room, that, um, which is a stupid argument because there's a reason why he did better numbers. But he was saying that his weighing um, did far better numbers than what Usman, Usman's weighing and what Edwards' weighing did. But that's because no one expected him to turn up. So that's yeah. why it got so many so many numbers. But that is... He, he, as much as we might not like him, he does sell. I think like, he's just—he's outrageous, but he's hilarious. Like I wasn't a massive fan of Colby until like, I sat in the media room and he was on the mic, and I couldn't help but just sit there laughing the entire time because he is just funny, and it's a massive act. Everyone knows that, but it's—it is funny because of how stupid it is. That's—that's just—that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, well, I have a, a more kind of in-depth conversation, I think, about the welterweight title picture um, in the build-up to that Masvidal Allen Burns fight, because I think that that has huge implications. I know that Dana has already said Colby is next, but I do think that that will have a big sway on what happens. Um, Co-main event. <laughs> But you almost don't even need to talk about it because we knew exactly what we were going to get. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous at this point. Justin Gaethje delivering bonuses every single time he steps in there is outrageous. Um, I thought that this fight had some risk in Rafael Fazeev just being too precise and too fast for him. But I was really, really impressed by Justin Gaethje, i got to be honest. I don't know if you guys felt that way. I mean... Jamie, I know that you're a huge Fizzy fan, so I know you were yeah. going to see him lose this fight, but yeah, I think the kind of the reason I was a bit like dis not disappointed for Gage because I, it was a phenomenal win and he deserved the win because he he did really put on a great performance. But I think my thing is that it kind of just gets us back to a position in the lightweight division where we've got contenders who have already fought for the title on 
two, one or two occasions. You've got Gage who's fought for it twice already. You've got Poirier who's kind of just sitting out waiting. Um, someone at Fiziev winning would have really like it would have put someone at the top that no one's seen fight for a title yet. And even if he didn't stand much of a chance against Makachev, it's just something new that no one's seen before. So I think that's what, why I wanted Fiziev to win so much. Obviously, I do enjoy watching him fight. He's one of my favourite. But I think it was more so for the the kind of the implications to the title, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Steve, what do you reckon Gaethje does from here? I mean, you mentioned the two names there. I think it's time for Gaethje Poirier too, don't you? Yeah. That probably makes the most sense for both. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're in kind of similar situations as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they've won one fight since last fighting Charles Oliveira for the belt and losing by rear, yeah, and both losing by rear naked choke. Yeah. Does it get much better than that, really? Can you like, is there two people better matched up on paper? And yeah. we've seen the first fight, that was fucking awesome. So, give yeah. him a give him a five round co main event, go for it. Yeah, you know what? They don't do enough of those for good fights, no. they've it, had it, they've it, happened on they've happened on such rare occasions. Have, have and... they done it? Was it just Nate and Leon, or have they done it more since then? I can't even remember. No, they've, they've done it more. Uh, Diaz and Lawler was five rounds. Uh, oh, so it's, so it's the Nate Diaz rule then, got it. Yeah, and uh, Moicano and Dos Anjos was five rounds. Yeah, that was... Of all the fights to pick, it's because they they were doing Dos Anjos Eve originally. Yeah. Um, and they, they didn't want to change it, apparently. So. Um, yeah, well, I feel Gaith G and Fazeev should have been five rounds. Can we agree on that? Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask one of them that at the media day, but I kind of just didn't think it was really relevant. To, it was only relevant to the fans, really, wasn't it? But something interesting that Gaethje did say is that he, he wants one more run back for the title. So he doesn't want to be around for much longer, he said. So it's like if he goes in against Poirier and beats him, then he probably gets a title shot off that. And that, that could be his last fight. But... Yeah, it would kind of be mental to see Gaethje retire within the next like, year or two, wouldn't it? But, but, but Poirier is saying the same thing, isn't he? He said he wants to have one more yeah. crack at the title before he's finished, so like, let them fight each other. Makes sense, yeah. You know? yeah. When I get it. That's yeah. it. I think um, Poirier, Gaethje 2 over five rounds as the co-main event to McGregor Chandler makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun. But then, <laughs> then also, if, if We've just found out that McGregor Chandler is at 170. So then, is there even. Yeah, as well. It feels Why? like it makes more sense on paper than it actually does. But even still, you know. I get the idea that they don't want them cutting weight and that kind of thing. But like, Chandler is ranked in. He's in the top five at lightweight, right? And he's fighting another so. guy. Who wants to go on a lightweight title run, preferably? That's where Connor should be, I think. I think he. Exactly. I don't, I don't know at this point, though, because uh, it just really he depends wants on now. how big he's he up at the moment. Now. I think it would be it would be so weird to see him cut back down to lightweight the way that he's looking right now. He looks like he could go in there at middleweight and fucking and do a job. He looks huge. I saw someone Have you say seen that. Have you seen him stood next to Wonderboy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Just just speaking of McGregor and Midway, I overheard someone saying in a shop the other day 
talking about like how big McGregor was and how he was going to go be Alex Pereira. And I was like, I need to fucking leave this place. I can't. The typical things you hear in horror shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there were like, there were like a, there were about my age, but clearly not as intelligent as me in regards to MMA. And they're just sitting there being like, no, man, I'm telling you now, right? McGregor goes in, puts on a bit of muscle, and he does prayer easy. Because Adesanya had him hurt. Adesanya had him hurt. McGregor can do the same. Forgetting the fact that Adesanya is six foot four. And McGregor get those guys on the nine. podcast. And a better hmm. kickboxer than McGregor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's better will be the fucking central part. <laughs> Do you think anyone in Brazil is sat in a shop having a conversation about the prospect of inviting Conor McGregor? Like, very much doubt it. <laughs> that is only in yeah. Ireland the way yeah. that happens. No, for real, though, I want to bring this up. If he wants the welterweight title, Leon and McGregor at Wembley. That's the fight. That really annoyed me about what Diana said in the post-fight presser, man. Well, not what Diana said, but what Leon said about what Diana said. The fact that they're not. They're just against doing a stadium show in the UK. That wow, come on, why? It's they're it's about so doing stupid. McGregor versus Chandler at the AT and T Stadium, one of the biggest stadiums in the world. So what? This whole like, oh, it's not, it's not good for fan viewing. You're on about doing it in one of the biggest stadiums in the world. What's Villa Park gonna do? Like, come on, just ah. Oh. I don't and like they won't go to Croke Park either. If they're talking about come back to Ireland, they'll just go back to the fucking three arena again. And look, there's nothing wrong with the three with the the three arena. I had a great time there at Bellator, but just fucking pack eighty thousand people in there. Just matter if I can't see for shit, we'll find a fucking way. We'll go off the vibes, you know. They're saying that they don't want to do it because of the the fan viewing, but since when have they cared about fan viewing? Like it's about the the money that it brings in. So why does it matter? It's just ah, it's just. I think it's just a big excuse because of the weather, to be honest. I really do. Cardiff has a roof. Yeah, I know. know, Why didn't they do Cardiff? Could you imagine that card in Cardiff when Leon walked out? Or when they were doing the wing announcements for Leon? I was at the WWE show in Cardiff. The view was fine. Yeah, I I just don't get it. I really don't. I've been to football as well. It's fine. Imagine if, if Holly was here, the segment would be a lot more aggressive. We're Imagine just going to sit there and Leon in a stadium. That'd be the biggest fight in history of MMA. It'd be fucking huge. I mean, how many, won, what's the what's the capacity the for? They've done the Marvel Stadium for Izzy and Rob. Like you can't yeah. you can't say that. The viewing doesn't make sense when you've already yeah. done stadium shows. Like yeah. <laughs> you've oh. proven it's fine. I don't. I mental. really don't get it. I, I just really remember. Do think it's just a weather excuse. I do. Yeah, I think so too. I also remember that clip of of Dana in the press conference. This is going back like months when he was like, ah, the, the, "The weather's an issue," and someone was mm. like, "What?" The journalist asking him was like, "Well, Cardiff has a roof," and he was like, "Oh, does it?" Mm. Like, like, come on, man! Like that takes yeah. like a second to work oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> the WWE literally did it there for that reason. Like, oh, so uh, just yeah, have, can't a, make it make have sense. a chat with your buddy Vince. It's fine. But well, Vince imagine wasn't, Vince wasn't there then. But even <laughs> just a summertime show in a stadium that doesn't have a roof. Imagine that. That'd be yeah. incredible. Like sun shining. It's like still light at nine o'clock on the evening, and there's a the fight Fury. going on. That'd just it's be. Yeah, we fight at Tottenham in like December. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pitting it down and no one cared. Oh, and like even Eddie amazing. Hearn at last year's on the event back in March, it was reported that he was telling Dana, do a fucking stadium show if you think this is good. Just fuck, just anywhere at this point. I really think it would help it'd massively grow the sport as well. Like yeah. it, it's it's huge. That's the that's one of the arguments that boxing fans have over MMA. The fact that we don't do stadium shows and that it's the shows are just too small. If we started doing stadium shows, just imagine like the growth. It'd be mental. Oh, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um up next on the card we had adopted Irishman Gunnar Nelson with a very standard Gunnar Nelson performance, but I'm always happy when we get a standard Gunny performance because sometimes you're left wanting a little bit more, but I thought this was... He looked great. Uh, Jake, thoughts, the same on, time next thoughts on Gunny? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was very, I was very impressed. I didn't think he'd get him out of there uh, so quickly. And I was, I was watching... Uh, my dad and I were watching the fights with someone who had like, never watched MMA before. And my dad was trying to explain how easily... Uh, Gunner was going to make this look against Barbarina. And I was like, no, come on. Barbarina's a tough opponent. I don't think he's going to just going to roll over him. And he just rolled over him. I was like, my dad could almost explain the fucking sequence before it happened. It's like, he's just going to pull him down here. He's going to like jump in the mountain and get an armor. And I'm like, come on. Barbarina's tough. Like, he is tough, but Nelson's really fucking good. Um, we're not going to see him until next year, though. I know I made a bold prediction. I made a bold prediction on last week's episode. I said that Nelson would fight in August or September in Scotland. Uh, but listening to his post fight interview, Andy's there asking him, "Was like, do you do you want do you want to get back and like fight?" And I was like, "Yeah, we'll see." Like, one thing I, I, he did I, say. I one thing one thing he did say though, Jake, is that he would entertain a fight with Ian Gary in uh, Dublin, mm. which could be pretty. <clears throat> that could be pretty fucking cool. I would go. I would go. Yeah. I would watch that. Mm. That's a good. It's good stylistic fight as well because I don't think Ian's really been tested against um, a strong grappler like Nelson. Mm. Yeah. It'd yeah. be good. I'm on board. Oh, fuck! I feel stupid now. I was doing Matchmaker Monday earlier, and I said if he's going to be active, give him the loser of Kiesa and Li Jingliang. I think. That's a that's a decent point. But like if he's just gonna come and fight like once in every fucking blue moon, just give me and Gary next year. Mm. Yeah. I could see him going back to D if he fights again this year, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That one's I mean, surprise, man. I mean, they're gonna be back in London later this year, so he does have that opportunity to fight well, again. Will they will they, Steve? It looks like it. I think those there. rumors have kind of sparked from the fact that Aspinall said that he wants to fight in July, though. I think that's where they've like stemmed from, and it's kind of now just a case of the fans trying to force the UFC's hand to come back. And I, I don't I know, know if you saw the um, BT interview with Aspinall during fight week. No, it was very wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He's fighting Tibera in London in July. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think they will come back. I think it'll be that'll yeah, kind of be the the norm now going forward. I think they'll probably come back and do two London shows a year, even if they're two fight nights. I think that they'll probably do that as a norm because Dana did say they want to start getting out and traveling again, like as soon as possible. But obviously, what Dana says is never. It's don't take it as gospel. It's one of the. 
but that would be fun. I mean, would it be fun to see Tolbor or fight in him? I don't know, but it's such an odd comeback fight. Of uh, all the people he could fight in anyway. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is, Jake. I think it's just a comeback fight. There's no more, no less. It's just like a a fight to see how his knee looks, which I think completely fair enough to be fair. Like I've just said fair enough to be fair. I think it's completely fair enough, being as though he is coming back off a really bad knee injury. So it just doesn't really do much for me, to be honest. No, it doesn't because I've I, I don't know why I thought this, but when I expected Aspinall to come back, I expected like well, I expected Cyril Gann to be heavyweight champion, so I wasn't expecting him to fight heavyweight champion. But like someone like Cyril Gann, who's like in the top five, or someone at the level Blades was at, I felt like he was just going to jump straight back in. I thought maybe Blades again because Blades hasn't fought since it as well, yeah, and he's true. kind of just sitting around waiting. Obviously, he's got he's got he's, he's got Pavlovich. He's got Pavlovich but, now, and if he beats Pavlovich, you have to get. Have they well. actually like announced that fight? Is that yeah, that's happening? April 22nd. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's quite soon, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think the winner of that fight probably gets yeah. everywhere title shot. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. Especially anyone... Pavlovich as well. Well, it depends what's going on with Stipe, isn't it? Pavlovich is wide in his well, back. Well, as well. Oh, fuck. Well, John, was, well, what, what was all the talk this week that maybe it's not going to be Stipe after all? Yeah, but then then Steve A came out and said, "No, fuck you! I'm fighting you in July." Yeah. <laughs> Steve A came out and just like sent a poster out as if it like had been announced. <laughs> but we've gone off on a two eight five tangent now instead of a two eight six tangent. Yeah, now, we'll you, get, were, we'll just, get you were just that. talking about coming back from knee injuries, which yeah, much perfect with the next fight. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the preview that we gave this fight, um, specifically when we spoke about Jennifer Meyer, I feel like kind of set the table very well in that she is maybe a little bit underrated in this division because her performances aren't kind of particularly eye-catching. Um, she does lose to the, to the best fighters of the division, but um, this was exactly that kind of performance from Jennifer Meyer, kind of shutting that door on Casey O'Neill for the time being, I thought. Uh, Pretty pretty solid performance, but uh, I don't know how many people are going to be like, you know, licking their lips at the the prospect of a, another top five contender fight for her. Yeah, it's one of them. She said that she wants one more and then a fight with a fight for the title, which I don't, I don't really see happening. Um, top five. I, I feel like the top five is kind of already like booked around as well. Now you've got like. Who's Andrade fighting? She's. Just that, I was just about to say. I have her booked against uh, Andrade. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I have her booked. We're 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 working on that fight right now. You've been in there with Mick and Sean, have you? I'm sure Andrade. Oh, she is. She's fighting. Yan Jianan. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! I feel. For fuck's sake. Top five kind of like booked around. You've got Manon Firo, who's probably going to be fighting Santos. I'd assume. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really see where Maya kind of slides into that top five. But who else is it? Like, you can't give her Blanchfield. That's, a no, that's just yeah. It's just not fair on either. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair on Blanchfield having to do that to Maya, and it's not fair <laughs> on Maya to to have to fight Blanchfield. I think you could probably do um, Blanchfield and. 
Manon. That that makes sense mm. to me. Um, and so maybe you could do Santos and Maya in Brazil because obviously Santos yeah, was supposed to fight, yeah, but she couldn't maybe. travel. So mm. if they do a Brazil fight night some point in the year, maybe that. That would actually be a pretty good one. Mm. I can't lie. I like that. So maybe maybe Maya does find a way into the top five and fights the title after. Who knows? Imagine Jennifer. Jennifer Maya ends this year as champion. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> No, no, that's that on our fucking prediction. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't pick that one. <laughs> no. Would anyone like to know this pay per view's staff picks winner? And I didn't tell anyone I was doing this, but for this staff picks, I've started a pay per view predictions league. And it were Jamie, I know. I can see you're upset, my friend. You can jump <laughs> in on 287. Don't you even worry about it. All right. You get one point for picking the correct fighter. You get two points for getting the fighter in round or fighter in method. And you get three points if you predict it exactly. And if you correctly predict a draw, you get ten points. Uh, now, no one no one predicted the draw in Herbert versus Klein, so <laughs> we're all good. Jake, so, before you say who won, is it is it any of us in this call? Uh, yes. Oh. Well, it's a, it's a tie for first place, but one of the people here is tied for first place. So I'll start with the lowest. At 15 out of 45 total points is the one and only Callie Quilty. Um, oh, I, I'd, ex- I'd expect nothing less. We get a hero. Not a good day at the office for Callie. Uh, with 16, we have Joey. Um, Three-place tie uh, with 18 points is myself, Steve, and Brandon. Uh, then with 20... Uh, Joe Reynolds, good picks, and then with uh, 23 points each, Harry and Kyle are uh, joint winners for this one. So, congratulations, gentlemen! Thank you very much. I, thought, I, I, did, I did think I did okay. I, I think I, was I the only person who picked Jennifer Meyer? You might have been actually. To be, I'll, I'm gonna pull it up now. Yeah, pull it up. I, I think really a lot of disappointed people... that I missed the verdict picks as well this week. <laughs> Oh, it killed me. Just tell Jamie that every single person on our staff picked staff picked, <laughs> picked Joanne Wood. Everyone got Joanne Wood by um <laughs> by decision. So everyone had at least three well, points going into it. <laughs> well, couldn't be surprised. <laughs> I think I think Everyone except two people had uh, Christian Leroy Duncan by first round KOTKO. So that again, that was an easy three points. I even feel if... really low. I feel yeah. sorry for Christian, man. Yeah. yeah. Such a shame on your debut. Like you've you've worked tirelessly to get to this point and then something like that happens. It's but like I said, in the, and he in was the chat, he was fighting well has... on top yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that obviously I wish Todorovic like the best of the recovery, but I'm glad it wasn't Leroy Duncan on the other end of it. But... Do we have an update on if he's still in the pub, Kyle? <laughs> I, I do not know. I have not I have not been to, I, I don't even know if he's back from London <laughs> it's pretty soon, but I, I might have an update for you at some point. Um, Kyle, I couldn't I... get a reaction out of you at the time. Thoughts on Bruce Buffer saying Gloucester? Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I've got I've got a friend from Wales who always laughs when they try and say Abertillery when they say Jack Shaw, and I was like, yeah, but that's quite difficult. Gloucester is not difficult. 
but they made it sound quite bougie and i promise you it's far from that so um we, we take what we can get they do it with Worcestershire had... sauce as well Worcestershire or something I don't remember who the fighter is I remember we used to get a Leicester for Leicester oh. <laughs> Leicester no, we, we haven't had any personally I don't think the only one that comes to mind is when Joe Duffy was fighting um, I know at least for his debut they used to say Donegal instead of Donegal and that one annoyed me for a while, but it's not too bad. Hmm. All right, well, yeah. staff picks, staff picks bracket. We'll have to, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Also, I feel like, feel like I know that he didn't get to submit the picks. I feel like we should give Jamie three points for the Joanne Wood call because you know what? That's fair. Jamie. I'm just going to confirm with you. You had Joanne Wood by decision. Thank you. I did have that, Jay. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Coolie did actually. Um, I spoke to him on the week in the week about a verdict league of maybe looking at doing one where I don't know if you can do it through verdict where you put in like a prize pot, which could be interesting. So obviously we'll keep everyone updated with that. I don't think that would be good for our camaraderie because I feel well, like we'd all be getting pissed off when someone has like a really good night and wins like 15 quiz. Yeah. But we could open it up to, to like the podcast viewers as well that they can enter as well, which could be pretty cool. Like a, a way of interacting, but. We'll keep everyone updated with it anyway. So We're robbing money on it. people. No, yeah. that's more like it. <laughs> but obviously, we want to try and do it in a in a way where we can do it through the verdict, uh, like the league stuff, because obviously we don't want to really set it up where it's just like everyone pays it into a PayPal. That's where it can get a bit shifty. <laughs> yeah. All it takes um, is one bad day, and the prize pool suddenly disappears, and one of us is gone forever. Oh. Uh, Right, let's get back to the main card of UFC 286. Um, one that uh, I can't imagine... Jake, I, I don't know how, how easy it is to look through this because I don't know how, how like in-depth you took down these stats, but did anyone have a Marvin Vittori by decision? Uh, we did. You know what, I'll pull it up now. Uh, I just have the staff picks up. So I'll tell you who I didn't oh. think was going to have, have Marvin Vittori You can send decision. it to me and I'll put it on the screen if you want. Yeah, actually, Steve... You, you yeah. little fucking legend, my man. Put it, put it in the group chat and I'll get it on the By screen. the way, on that fight, I didn't really get to watch it fully because someone was in the media room speaking, but it kind of looked like Delete's icon could have had a shout of winning that. Or, or oh, I thought shoot. he did. I had a 29-28. It, it was close. Was it close, yeah. yeah. On first viewing it, like, just catching it on the corner of my eye, I just remember seeing Vittori get rocked a few times. But yeah, I thought it was yeah. pretty impressive from him, honestly. Um, or from uh, from Roman because I don't know. I thought Marvin would win in, in kind of an uncompetitive fight, but he showed that he deserves to be in the top ten. I thought he should have won. Honestly, I don't think mm. Mar- wasn't Marvin's best performance. He just showed that he's got a head like a fucking cinder block, and we already knew that. <laughs> he so. did something I do think is quite admirable from him as well. Is he came out and said that like he needs to work on his fight IQ because he knows that that's something that he lacks and he just gets involved in like trying to beat fighters where they're the best at. And he said that he needs to fix that, which is quite admirable. So, yeah, It's not often you see self-awareness from, from fighters. And like yeah. of all the people to be suddenly self-aware, Marvin was aware of all people, I don't think would be on the top of the list. Oh, Jake, not again. It's <laughs> <laughs> taken 40 minutes for Jake to go at a fighter already. Have I not already <laughs> gone? I feel like I've already gone at someone today. 
Possibly. I might have. I don't, no, I haven't had like one of my one of my my typical no. shouting sessions. But no, look, Marvin's just he's a funny little character. I would love to see them go to Italy for a fortnight. To be honest, yeah, I, right. I I do, do kind of miss when they were they were just going across Europe. Like I know they had one uh, in Prague a couple of years ago, mm. and Sweden they can just well, they can use their they can use their usual European strategy. It's like if you're vaguely European, you get to go <laughs> on one of the Europe cards. Like that's so why that's why Macron is always on London cards and shit like how that. Is, how does one be vaguely European? Um. In the weird um, Eurasia area, like you know, you could stick Armand on there because, like, Armenia is you know, guys from Turkey, stuff like that. Do you know, yeah, um, I feel like, and if you try and somewhere European as well, like yeah, Gun and Nelson, obviously, Gun and Nelson is European, but obviously, he, he's like a shoe in if there's a, a possible doubling card, yeah. So, you've got Mac One, you've got Gunner, uh, who else is always on these cards? Fucking Luana Carolina, apparently, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Yeah, Claudio Silva was for a while because he lives yeah. in London. That's true, yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, fuck, who are the... Jamie, you're the man who has the, the stats on people fighting in London. Oh, shit, I do, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. There's quite a lot of just English guys. <laughs> and then Mac That's one the, the, the record. Why Macquan has the, the record is just... Oh, that's bizarre actually it's it's the next fight on there so can we talk about mac one and how can he just, just hits a fucking wall after six minutes can we just do this first to see if it works yeah my ring light's really low um blinking at me i swear to fuck like mac one he just he looks really good for five minutes. i was i was impressed with how well he was doing against um Oh, cooler! Fucking again, yeah, sure. But it's like, too late for that. Cooler just put. Oh no, not the pigs! Don't savage. What was this happening? Hold, on, I'm gonna go dark for a second. It didn't work. Um, the it didn't work. Well. The pigs. Turn you... the pigs on the screen. I can. Uh, like, we can share screen to the article, but I was trying to do it a different way. Can I can I present? No. Can I present? <laughs> Sounds like James in a lecture. Can you see my screen? It's yeah, it's gone up now. Feet. Yeah, there it is. I can just see four, uh, two pairs of feet. <laughs> yeah. So um, we did have. You might you might you might want to zoom in a bit there, Steve, <laughs> if possible. It just looks like squiggles. Oh, I can see it fine. I can see it. Yeah, Jake's pick, Marvin Vittori via decision. Yeah. Coolie's pick. Oh, I can now. I, I had to go. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the oh, it, has, it hasn't given you the tabs, kid. <laughs> I mean, you could just see I was ready to call out everyone's favorite judge from the weekend by having his MMA decisions up. Oh, oh. and actually, this is probably a good fight to do that on because how did he give Vittori the first round? Wait, who was who gave Vittori the first round? The same guy who gave Gaethje a 10 8 and gave Omar Morales or three or gave oh that fella is with yeah. Morale three nothing to Morales. It was a close <laughs> fight, but it wasn't three. How could you score Morales, Morales round three of that fight? How I just don't oh yeah there were some dodgy judges. The, the same judge. It was the same guy who gave Vittori round one, Gaethje a 10 8 and Morales all three. 
Do you know you know what's worse than giving Gaethje a ten eight? Giving him the first round, I would argue is worse. Than I don't know. I don't know about worse. I, I don't which, know. Which round did he give Gaethje tonight? Third. Yeah, third. Yeah. I mean, that was the, the it was, the, it was the clearest think. round, but it wasn't a ten. Yeah, but it's now not a ten eight. No, it wasn't a ten eight, but I just don't think Gaethje won the first round at all. I thought no. the first round was very decisively for Zeeves. Mm. Who gave Gaethje the first round? Clemens Werner gave Gaethje the first round. Round two was quite a competitive round as well, to be honest. That could have gone either way, I think. Yeah. Um, Sutherland and Werner to Fiziev and Mark Collett to Gaethje. None of the scorecards were the same in that fight. No. Look, it was it was close for the first two Um, Okay, I just said the first round was clear to Fiziev, but like it was competitive. <laughs> It was competitive, but I think round two was the most competitive yeah, uh, of all of them. But, like, yeah, I can see a little bit of uh, margin for difference, but so, some of the scorecards some of the scorecards were fucked up, and I felt like the, the judging was just a bit dodgy on Saturday. Like, I don't know whether or not Lerone Murphy should have won. I didn't really score it as it was happening, but I just came out of that fight feeling like he might not have won. Who mm. else was there? Um, Herbert and Klein... Obviously, controversy there, but the, the, the point taken. Yeah. I've seen apparently they're thinking about appealing that, but oh, I'm not sure it really matters, does it? At yeah, this point. that's what um, that's what Boylan said, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah ridiculous. I suppose though, if he if he appeals it now, can he not get the point reinstated and redo the scorecards, get a win? Possibly. I mean, I've not, I, I personally haven't seen that happen before, but no, neither uh, have I. But... That's what I mean. That's why I don't know whether it's like worth it at this point. But I suppose, I suppose it is if it means. That, how would yeah. they work their payout with that? Obviously, if he's on a a show and win, does he just get half of his win? Um, I think you just get your show. This is the UFC. We're talking about. That he last. just gets his show yeah. now, but if he if it turns into a win, but this is that's why maybe up, that right? is a good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe they they <laughs> should appeal it for that. The fact that he's he could get more money, but but like uh, appealing I mean, I to a... uh, appealing to uh, athletic commissions, athletic commissions and shit like that, it never works. It never no. fucking well, works. There's not a commi- There's no commission because there's not no commission. We're not, there's no commission here. Would they oh. appeal to the EMMAA? Yeah, I think it is. They, they're running yeah, things so now, aren't they? Yeah. So would the appeal go to them or would it go to the UFC? I figured there would be a it commission. Through... No, there isn't. Oh, I think it would UFC go through the would, EMMA. Would, yeah, the UFC used to, in like, because there's no UK commission. So they would just oh. self regulate and Mark Ratner would do it. But okay. now, like, they've got the EMMA. And like obviously on the referee shirts now they now say Emmett, so I don't know if if they're isn't, regulating it now. Isn't Mark Goddard quite a big um figure in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I never read it. I just thought it said UK MMA, and I thought that was like a fucking regular no, something that Mark Goddard well, does. It, it is, it is. Like, is he does like, oh, like, courses right. on that sort of thing through them, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I had a a, a little parlay for the Birmingham based fighters and. Obviously, Jai Herbert was the only one that nah. didn't win, which was pretty. Does that mean if he appeared, I'm, like I'm sounding like a certain someone right now, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it did still pay out. Obviously, just um, voided that selection. So, I mean, it was. Does, does that mean if if, if he appeals it and he gets the win, can you claim your money? No. 
That's bullshit. I know, but that's the why the bookies work, Jake. <laughs> See, I wouldn't know. I've never won a bet I've placed on MMA. Almost won ten grand this weekend. I was Casey Neal off a, a win. Casey, Casey Neal, Casey O'Neill. Oh, uh, um, I was waiting. To... I was waiting to see whether or not you were going to push it. <laughs> uh, I need some tips. It was four. It was, it was, four, it was fourteen, by the way. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not bad. But yeah, we we digress. Yeah. Unlucky. Um. <laughs> We were we started talking about Makwan Amiakani and the incredible Makwan. I was going to call it a curse, but it's kind of his best attribute as well. Yeah. Um, a, a, a round where he controlled Jack Shaw on the ground didn't do too much, and I thought, okay, it's just a, this is a good grappling performance. It doesn't look like he's expended that much energy either, because there wasn't a ton happening in the round, and then came out for the second round, gassed. And I was like, Jack Shaw is going to take him down and choke him out. And that is exactly what happened. You could see it coming from a mile away. It was incredible. No. The tip on Mac- the tip on fights is to wait for the live odds after the first round, put a bet on the other guy. I think there could be some kind of conspiracy. If I'm Macwan, I'm looking at John Kavanaugh, right? And or whoever he's got in his corner nowadays. And just thinking. Has he put something in his water bottle in between rounds one and two? Did he put like, did he put a fucking Xanax in there or something? Because he just comes out just looking so fucking drained. I'm uh, if I'm that one, I'm I'm putting on my 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 little thinking cap and thinking, no, this isn't a a, a poor cardio issue. There's some kind of conspiracy out to get him. This is tampering, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did it to Deontay Wilder. In the second fight with Tyson Fury, to put a muscle relaxer in his drink. If it can happen to Wilder, it can happen to Mac One. <laughs> but Jack Shaw did look good at Featherweight, to be fair, in the second round. Mm-hmm. But, Who, yeah. Where does he? Where does he go from here, though? Who's next? I think another fight just outside the top fifteen, maybe. But I don't think it'll be. Obviously, he opened up up about his father's battle after the fight, so I don't think we'll see him back very soon. Um, but I can probably see him getting one maybe just outside the top 15. Yeah. yeah. How would we feel about Dan Ige? Like, top 15, he's, but not too high. Is he fighting soon? No, he's not. No, not as far as I know. No, no he's not. Um, yeah, could work. What is Steve popping back up? <laughs> <laughs> Feet. <laughs> uh, picks. Who got that oh. one exactly? Yeah, Brandon was the only one who got that exactly. So no, I don't round one. I should have known he was fighting Mac one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's stupid. To th- it's stupid to think now. Yeah. Actually, go down through the whole thing. We'll see. We'll see how accurate we got it. We'll talk about the fights as we go. You want to? Okay. What you want to keep this up the whole time? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's 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 plugging it for me. That's my article. Go read it. Go read my articles. My articles are great. Is it moving down for you? Yeah, yeah. It's Duncan Amaralis. Here we go. Okay. Joe was the only one who had him by decision, and you know what? I feel stupid now because as I was putting that in when he sent it to me, I was like, "This fucking Chris Duncan by decision is he out of his fucking head or what?" This fight's ending in a knockout. 
and <laughs> we're all really confident based on that one fight when he knocked out knocked out a guy after nearly getting knocked out himself. Yeah, that was my whole basis. The, the for, point for my picks up was Duncan. To the point where Jake didn't know who got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm facing my I will come on to at Cage Warriors, but I digress. You guys know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean I, I also felt like a bit of an idiot. When when he was walking to the cage and he was saying about um that they were saying that Chris in his fighter meetings had said about how he wanted to prove he was a technician. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I don't have any money on this one because I'd be a little bit worried. <laughs> and then he got cracked and threw straight back, and I was like, Oh, it might happen. And then uh we got we got two rounds of mostly grappling that followed it. So yeah. Who 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 could have thought, eh? Who could have thought? Uh I, I I don't even need to to see it come up. We all got the Sam Patterson pick wrong. Um that's yeah, like that was no one as well. Oh stop, it was so scary. So mm. scary. I, I hope he's okay because I haven't heard anything yeah. since. He's he's doing good from what I've seen. Yeah, that's he's, that's good to hear. He's, that, like, that's he's, scary he's, he's posted saying he's okay. I haven't messaged him. I probably will at some point just to check it. Like the the closest prediction there is Joe's pick the by TKO. Like that's the closest it got. Mm. Sure, he picked the wrong fighter in the wrong round, but it's still closer than any of the rest of us got. Do you guys think it was a light stoppage or because yeah, it was yeah. it was a weird one, wasn't it? He was obviously he was just rest trying to like wrestle on instinct, but you could see his head was still just getting bounced. So yeah, well, I think he was out. From the left hook, and then went yeah. back up on the ground, mm. and then got punched about twelve or thirteen more times. It's yeah. it's it's a weird one because if you're the ref in that situation, you like you don't want to stop it early, and if looks, you can see looks, that he is maybe trying to wrestle, you want to give him a chance. But nah, like li- live, it looks like he's moving, and I think mm. it's made worse or it looks worse based on the reaction at the end. Yeah, yeah. But when that you look was, at it closely, yeah. it's like. There's about twelve or thirteen unanswered shots there. Mm. So it's a, it's a tricky one, but I say it was a bit late. Makayev. Oh, oh, stop! Oh. You what did he have? Have you seen Look, the photo of his knee? Yeah. I know, I know, he won, right? And I understand that that's great and all, but he could never be the same again. Surely, I'm one thing is not more important. To see what the damage is. Oh, I got this one he's going to lightly have to have surgery. Very yeah, yeah. For sure. He was literally yeah. hobbling Steve, around the congratulations. room Three points. on crutches. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. Felo was good, though. I was impressed. He with did. Him. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was impressed with him. And like like we were saying before, like Charles Johnson came in, debut against Mikhaev. He's going to lose that one. But, you know, he, he's a good level UFC fight. I could see the same coming for Fido. I mean, yeah. Charles Johnson's fighting Cody Dirt, and he's probably not too far at the rankings now. No, not at all. So. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm talking good as well. The, the turnaround for, for Makayev was, was was pretty crazy to do that on one leg. Yeah, uh, that was... Uh, like, to survive the submission was like, wow, that's, then, I was like, immediate... that's going to be the talking point. And then yeah. to get yeah. a sub straight after, I was like... Fair play because uh, those first two rounds were were not the best. I was like, yeah. oh, we're gonna have another, we're gonna have another Mokayev performance where we're like, he won, he didn't look amazing. But after that, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's the moment. 
and then immediately after he got the finish, you see him hobbling as well. Yeah. I think he knew he kind of had to get the finish because if the f- yeah. if they ended up getting back up, he was really compromised. Yeah, and he, 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 would have lost, he would have lost that round as well. Yeah, yeah. of course. So he, like he, just could have lost, he could have lost that fight by decision if he didn't get the finish. The fact yeah. that he didn't tap to that is genuinely like concerning how like mentally sound he is. Because he like, must if, have like a mindset like no one no one else in the world has got. That is that is terrifying. How like, do you honestly, for all of you here, if you were the referee in that fight and you saw like just before he got out the way that his knee was, would you have stopped the fight? Because I know I would have. I would have said that his knee is fucked. I don't know who was the ref because I remember I watched it back this morning and mm. the ref asked, "Is he okay?" and he nodded. So. It's one of them, isn't it? If he's not tapped and he's said that he's okay, you kind of can't stop it. But that, yeah. that was bad. That was really bad. Like, it's not like we saw his knee pop or anything, but just the angle that it was at and his kneecap nearly came out the other side of his fucking leg. I was like, like this has to... You have to stop this. Yeah. He could never be the same, you know? And it's it, it begs the question, do you value one win... Or the rest of your career, Do you know. Update from an hour ago. Felfilo is considering appeal an appeal because of the tap thing. Oh, oh yeah, well, I did see that. He's claiming oh, that Makayev tapped to three different submission attempts. <laughs> oh, I heard it was the which begs the question: round. Why the hell did you not let go? Yeah, <laughs> the one I've seen the one clip that someone got from Cave side yeah, when, he's, when he's in his garden. That yeah, looks he's, he's like that. Strange. Uh, like, like, he wasn't tapping to anything. Gives him the little fucking yeah. Brazilian I, tap. You know what I mean? Like the little yeah. one-two, and think, the guy gets um, up with a fucking hammer. <laughs> yeah, I think that the the case that they were making was that he had a rib injury or something. Because yeah, like he was just in his garden. It didn't. Look, there was no submission or anything, but um, mm. it did look like quite a clear tap. But yeah. He know. felt him tapping One on his back like he was hiding with malice, it says. Another situation, he went for guillotine and attacked the injured That's shoulder and about. he tapped. Yeah. I've seen one. I've seen one of them. I think I, yeah, I think it was from cage side where he just kind of kind of taps him. Um, hmm. Yeah, three different that? submissions and he didn't let go on any of them. <laughs> I think that says more about Philo. I mean, I guess I guess they wait for the ref, but I mean, sure. I, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Are we gonna get taken off of YouTube if I pull up the video? Pull up the video or not? Um, does this constitute fair use? Are we are we providing? I don't, uh, I don't know. Are we providing commentary? Yeah. We yeah. What is it? Of course. If you can, can we not say that then? If you can, if like, if you can pull it up reaction. on. If you can pull it up on Twitter. Yeah. Then I think. Yeah, that counts. Then I think that's fine. Cool. Um, I will. Um, like. Stream the screen instead of streaming the video. Yeah. Makayev said that he wants to be the replacement for Albazi versus Kaikara France. That's not going to happen. Why would you when... need a replacement for that fight anyway? Why is to that? Wait, I think he's convinced one of them is going to pull out, so he he wants to be like on guard for that. But no, he he no. came into this fight with a shoulder injury where he he like said that he didn't want to get surgery just yet. Maybe now he has like. A couple of months off, where he has surgery on both his knee and his shoulder, because <laughs> that's so. That was just—he's going to have to have surgery on his knee. I don't think there's any 
two eyes about that. Cyborg Mikhaev could be a real threat to the 125 title picture. Dude, am I bugging? Here we go. Am I bugging? <laughs> am I bugging? Oh. Yeah, oh, that's the no. one I saw. Wow, that's so like, clear. Such a clear tap. What was he even passing to? <laughs> what the... See, the, the yeah. thing is, though, it's from the position that he's in. He's on top. So why would he tap? I think that's the reason that, like, maybe some people yeah. aren't taking it seriously. Yeah. I was like, this, what, is... I, this is the one I was like, what is he tapping to? Has he got yeah. his right arm? Oh, no. He's yeah. holding his arm, yeah. He's holding his shoulder. Yeah. There's no doubt that he's tapped out. He's tapped out twice. He's <laughs> tapped There's two it, separate. He goes one, two, three. It takes second and goes one, two. If he does, it does look a little bit like Felix kind of pulled off a little bit after he taps as well. I don't know. He kind of what? just scoots his back back up to the fence to try and get up. I don't think Philo even thinks like he's just tapped. I'll let go. He kind of scoots back. He kind of lifts his arms. Look at Philo. Oh, he lifts his arms up like that. Yeah. You see, he lifts his arms up. That's the thing is, as so well, strange. if you really thought he tapped, you'd be calling to the ref straight away yeah, and said he tapped. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. He didn't even react to it. No. But that yeah, was a weird clear one. tap. So what? He definitely tapped. Hmm. Yeah, this isn't like a fucking steep A uh, over that wasn't, situation. That wasn't like, the he, he clearly tops. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we'll wait and see what happens with that. But yeah. uh, I mean, the fact that that we've all seen different videos of, of potential taps as well. Uh, that's the one I saw, and I was like, "That looks pretty clear." Yeah, I didn't even was. know there was other ones. So it seems like he might Apparently, have a, a case. He's saying there was three. So. Uh-huh. Might have a case on at least one of them. <laughs> Put in three um, different appeals. Three three taps and none of them with an Eva. Another fighter who was making his UFC debut that I was very impressed with, uh, Gabriel Santos. I, I thought that Larone did enough to win. It was a very close fight, but uh, I'm very excited to see how far Santos can go in his career because... Uh, I think probably the toughest fight anyone has given Larone yet. I know that Larone has that draw on his hand, but uh, I thought he won that fight. Um, this fight was extremely close, though. Yeah, from what I could see of it, it was a very close fight. And I think, obviously, Nathaniel Woods came out and said that he thinks the judges gave Larone mm-hmm. the decision, which Larone wasn't happy about, let's say that. Well, um, well just- We'll, we'll stop you there, Jamie, for a second. <laughs> I, can find it. I'm I'm I don't know if you've seen on Twitter after the fight, Nathaniel's um, tweeted something out. Have you seen what he said? No, what did he say? So he, he's of the opinion that the judges gave you that, that fight. What's your, your thoughts on that? Nathaniel Wood can fuck off. Sorry for my language, but he can, he's not here. Where is he? He booked the fight and, and pulled out four weeks ago. Why is he tweeting about me? Tell him to come and fight with him and make the fight. Don't pull out. We have permission to use that video, full, right, Jamie? Full scrum available on Cage Shot Press, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and then, shout out, the, obviously, credit Nathaniel Wood. Okay, guys, so today I'm going to go through the takedown that Gabriel Santos done to Leroy Murphy last night. Um, obviously, he's got a problem with my dog, so I'm going to use either today as a dummy. So... What um, Gabriel Santos done here is he came in up against the cage and he got the um, gable grip here quite low. Picked Narone up like this, like he was taking him to bed, carried him across the cage 
and slammed him. So, I'll go through a bit more of this, guys, but that is your movie of the week. I love how the dog's just allowing him to do that. I think I think that dog no, might have more fight IQ than Marvin Vittori. <laughs> <laughs> that's a low blow, I'm sorry. Bro, he's catching oh, strays here. Not even I went off of Vittori. I do like my Matori, but the man wore his shorts backwards. Like, do <laughs> you know what though? That's top tier shithousery from from Wood. Honestly, it really so is. I, I saw some people being like, "That's oh, so immature and such a stupid joke." It's like, oh fuck you. That's funny. It's funny, but I do I understand what Larone's saying. Where like Wood just needs to move on. He pulled out Larone for like. Yeah. It's, it's a one. It's a one-sided beef at this point. Yes, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. which is it's a little bit sad to see. However, <laughs> Jamie, you must have been buzzing when no one had asked about the the tweets yet. You must have been like, oh, yeah, well, we're in for a good play. Obviously, I saw it straight away. So I was thinking, ah, oh, please, no one bring it up, please. <laughs> he already kind of addressed like the beef with Wood, but then I'm obviously he didn't see the tweets. So I was quite kind of like happy to be able to say like. Yeah. It's it, it's such a good feeling when you feel like there's an obvious question that no one else has asked, and you're there with a oh, fighter, and it's like, for the love of fuck, will you? The Makachev one as well, the one about Makachev wanting to fight Leon. No one yeah. brought it up until the question before me, and I was like, oh shit! But wasn't that oh, Blake well. Harrison again? Was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was that was quite funny actually. How that happened two days in a row. <laughs> That's the the do they know this story? Good uh, guy. Do you is told it? me at he's, the he's a tremendous guy. Yeah. Um, I, I so saw on media day. I I saw someone saying online that he was an arsehole, but no, he's definitely he's a he's a fucking great guy. To be honest, <laughs> Jake heard someone say it in a shop in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the media day um, when Leon came in. There was quite a lot of questions, obviously, and then Blake was the one before me, and he kind of asked the same question I was planning on asking, so I was like, shit. Um, and then it happened again at the press conference, and I was like, fuck, it happened again? <laughs> but it was, it was funny, so... No. But yeah, John, I, I know, I know you weren't there. I know you weren't there with VMTV. You were there for for Cage Side. But like, it is probably the proudest moment in the history of this company that we we had Jamie from Verbal Money. Up in a fucking on a, a UFC YouTube video, <laughs> not even through the same website. But if if I'm winning, everyone's winning. That's what I'm saying. No, and a pure coincidence. I'm in there as a fan. I like stand there, and I'm right behind him. <laughs> that was I just that made me laugh it. so much. When I was, I was it was going oh, on for two days in the group oh, chat. Steve, Steve sending Jamie photos of Jamie, being like, <laughs> yeah. "Can you look behind you, please?" <laughs> Every time I'd look and I'd be like, Steve, I cannot see you. That Where was, are you? That was my, my not, favorite I am part. not that tall. There's been like <laughs> strings of messages over two-day periods. And Steve's like, no, if you just look up and behind you to your left, I'm there. And Jamie got Steve, you're not there. My my favorite part was getting a message notification to be like, oh, Steve, are you at this event? And then a photo of the back of Jamie's head. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened multiple times. <laughs> well... Oh, I just realized um, if I do this, I can't. We can't hear Jamie. So. Oh, you got you. Can you not hear me? Nah, nah. I, it's because I pulled your camera oh, off you, when, you, yeah. when I did that. But then it pulls your sound too. Oh, uh, I'm just changing my camera battery because it's running out. <laughs> okay. Um. As always. 
the next fight is next the fight. Christian Leroy Duncan fight, which I feel like we've already kind of spoken about um, and covered everything. Obviously, gutted that he didn't get to make his debut. Really, um, I, I know. Do we need to pull up the staff picks on but... this one or not? Really, I um, think everyone but one went uh, for first or second round knockout. So. Corley has two. I have two. Brandon has decision. Everyone else went first round. Yeah. Uh, uh, an unfortunate but an easy three points for most of us there. Yeah, hopefully the the UFC do come back this year because I feel like the debut yeah. needs to happen in the UK. Um, he's he's putting Gloucester on on he's putting it on the map. All right, it yeah. doesn't exist, but it is on the map. <laughs> um, the next fight, one of the performances of the night from Violet Muddy's own Jay Cadley. Um, that body shot was this, ruthless. This you fight, you love to see it, don't you? You love to see it. Well, he always but, had that thing that Bisbee yeah. was saying during the end. Look, it feels a little bit marred. Not marred necessarily, but like the commentary booth was saying they were talking about how Gordon was pissing his liver out. And then Hadley goes in and hits him in the liver once or twice, even. And that's the end of the fight. It's like. Well, he just he heard about it and took advantage of it. It's not like it's something he just fucking came up with on the fly. Did yeah. anyone ask him that at the press conference? Did he ask? They, if... they said in the in the post fight interview, Bisping asked him about the shot, and he said he said I just I drop a lot of guys in the gym with that shot. That's my shot, and I was like, I know Jake Adley. There's no way he didn't mean to hit him there. No, <laughs> there's, not like... there's no way. Surely, surely he's got someone like, or his like, someone texted one of his coaches and was like, "Yeah, we're listening to the commentary here, and they're saying that Gordon is pissing out bits of his liver." Well, they're not so, allowed phones in the corner, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm sure. Do I, look very, like that that UFC, do I look like I've been at a UFC event? Do I look like I know if, what goes on in a corner? <laughs> if he was, if he was happy to tell them that in the in the fighter meetings, I'm sure he must have said it in another interview or something. You know, I, yeah. I think if he if he wanted to keep that close to his chest, he wouldn't have told the commentary booth. Um, yeah. What if Bisping, right? Look, just just hear me out. What if Bisping heard in the fighter meeting, then told Hadley in his fighter meeting with him? <laughs> yeah, Jamie. Jamie, did anyone bring that up to Jay <laughs> to Jake Hadley about uh, Malcolm Gordon's liver problems? No, no. no. But he did say that um, he thinks that Malcolm Gordon's white miss was tactical, which is pretty interesting. I mean, I'm assuming it was because he had a liver condition, more like. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd assume yeah. so. But obviously, he was yeah. under the impression that it was to yeah. obviously try and outweigh him. But um... also, is is that even possible? I, is it biologically possible to piss bits of your liver out, or like, what's <laughs> what's really... going on here? <laughs> I don't know. Like Bisping's commentary all night felt a little bit weird. He, uh, like, even he had a a good time back home. Yeah, but like he's there and he's fucking giving out about like Disneyland and shit like that. And I'm like, can you please talk about the fight? Yeah, Yeah, but then Bisping chimed on. He was like, I I fucking hate Disneyland and all that shit. I'm like, someone film him with Malcolm Gordon's liver problem. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, you were well, you went and heard this on the commentary. Oh, yeah, sure. He was, uh, yeah, he was pissing bits of his liver out, apparently. On why in day or no, like oh, for, for the whole week, yeah. What the fuck? 
Yeah, that's what that's why Hadley went in and hit him in the liver straight away. <laughs> he obviously he heard it from someone. That's brutal. So yeah. he, Hadley didn't say that. He said that somebody did ask him about the. Um, did he think that the body shot would be like an opening? And he said, yeah, because of the fact that he's a he's going to try and take him down. So it's like a he was using it as a a way of defending the takedown, but obviously also getting the liver shot. In. But he didn't say it was because of. He knew the fact that Gordon had a liver problem. Well, no, in his Cajun interview, he said that he, that's just a move he does. Yeah, yeah, which is a lie. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that he doesn't do it in training, but like he was I mean, saying, he's, it's he's because... a DM guy. We can get him on to get to the bottom of this, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not fucking, it because it's of... not like it was a dirty move or anything. No, no, of course no. not. If he knew that he had a problem coming into it, like he's. He can use that against him, but yeah. I just don't know whether he did because he was saying that it was a way of if he connected with the upcut, great. But if he didn't, and Gordon was going for a takedown, he's got an underhook in already, so it's like a defense against the takedown as well. Which I don't know, but I don't, I don't understand people. Um, I, like I didn't see too much of it, but I did see one or two people saying stuff like, "If you know your opponent has a, a disadvantage or like an injury or something going into a fight, that it's." like unethical to target it and it's borderline cheating yeah. it's like if you know your opponent is coming off fucking like think of all the guys who are going to be kicking uh Mikhaev in the leg when he comes back there's nothing wrong with that you're leon taking kicked, leon kicked usman in the leg exactly yeah it's like <laughs> not throwing fucking oblique kicks on usman even though, because you know he's got gammy knees so no it's a fucking advantage it's a, it's a fight <laughs> Oh, I hate it when people say that oblique kicks should be banned. That really, like, oh, no, it's only fans that say that. Like, virtually no fighters say that. Oh, no. yeah, no fighter wants oblique kicks banned, but Rampage does anyone want Rampage? Oh, and I think well, Wonderboy is no I think Wonderboy said that they were very dangerous and they should like walk the the tightrope. But like, he's oh, obviously going to say that he got <laughs> his knee blown out by Till. Yeah, like, well, yeah. 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 Rampage is about to be in a Siamese kickboxing match with Bob Sapp. So, how much does his appearance really count at this point? The photo of them wearing the jumper oh. is hilarious. Oh. I saw a video of them well training. It was it was a promotional video, but there was them like taking turns hitting the bag with one arm each, and I was like, oh. That's funny. Rampage and Bob Sapp are doing a like a TikTok together. That's that's uh, really cool. Don't know why they're together, but you know that's that's fair enough. Um, and then I get the news today they're fighting in a Siamese. And I agree with what Kyle said earlier. We need to do a watch along for this. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Not it's if gonna I have to be like five o'clock in the morning, but sure. um, well, I should be able to. <coughs> it's a fight, and I have the fight subscriptions. So I should be able to like. Yeah, Same we should we should now. do walkalongs first off if we can find the fucking copyright loophole around it. Because like if we can, if we can say that we're we're providing um, commentary on fights, well, can we not well, just pull like, watchalongs? Watchalongs, you can't show the thing. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to find loopholes here, Steve. Trying to help, trying to help out the boys who don't want do to pay for the guy who was pretending he was playing the UFC game and was just streaming yeah. like, out versus McGregor. I don't, I don't think we'd get away with that with the Siamese yeah. boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new mode on the UFC game? There, yeah. <laughs> it's actually 
that would probably that's probably something on the new fucking what's the what's the new boxing game called? Um, Undisputed. It looks so bad. It looks it? so so. You know bad. what? I'm not. I'm tired of pretending that the game mechanics look good. They don't. Mm. The like the graphics look really good, and the the character designs are practically flawless. But fucking hell, the like the punching animations and shit like that. I saw a clip of Fury getting upgraded out of the ring, but not just like falling over the rope, just flying out. Of the <laughs> yeah, ring. no, he just zooms backwards across like this. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, I I used to have so much time watching um like the first EA UFC game, and I think a bit of the second one, watching like a Tommy Toehold's video on the glitches and doing um Goldberg and Rogan commentary over it. And it's like Jose Aldo doing a doing a fucking ten eighty spin after getting kicked, uh, or like, I think one of them was like uh, was like Aldo hitting McGregor in the uh, in in the face with his balls. It was a TKO testicular knockout. Like, <laughs> oh, was, who's that guy that fucking running jump ass shotted someone the other week in the UFC? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I can't remember who that, that was. Oh, I'm now. I swear it was a debutant, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or was it Alan Nascimento? No, it wasn't Nascimento. Nah. Oh, fuck. Did I'm he sure fight on a pay-per-view? Yeah, no, I think it was, on the, it was on the Brazil pay-per-view. Nah. Brazil pay-per-view. wasn't that long ago, was it? Boys, I'm starting to get fucking scared that we're, we're in like the middle, coming up to the end of March. Yeah. There's, there's too much time going by. Like, Adesanya and Pereira, that felt like it was going to be fucking ages ago when Dana announced that first. And now it's three weeks away. Who was it that jumping ash shouted someone? I can't find it. <laughs> Steve, I'm curious. What have you typed in to try and find <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, let's uh, right, let's, let's say hypothetically, like you knock someone out with that. It's like you catch them with the bone <laughs> of your arse or something, and you knock them out. What's his, what does Bruce Buffer... <laughs> oh, wait, no, sure. Buffer doesn't announce how you finish it. No, like, I don't on like topology, where it has the like TKO and then like what you did in brackets. Do you get to say flying ass shot? <laughs> it was on oh, the two. It was on two eighty four. I found, oh, my, that's I found right. yeah. my tweet yeah. about it. I did not put the guy's name in the tweet. Unfortunately, <laughs> it, it was it was somewhat. It was a flyweight on the prelims. If I remember. Okay. <laughs> um, there were no flyweight. Clyde some Rodriguez. Was it? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> oh, because he came out like crazy and was yeah, throwing all kinds that of random stuff. Out with the time I tweeted yeah. it too. I tweeted yeah. it at one fifty-two a.m. I knew it was a Brazilian that did it. It checks out. You right, can yeah. just claim it's like capoeira or something. <laughs> that was a, a real tangent <laughs> that we just. Yeah, it was, it was worth it though. You see what you, you know? What, like not doing this on Zoom and not having like the time re- restriction, oh, it allows yeah. us to do this more without getting pressed for time. <laughs> It's so much better. Yeah. And the fact that right. we can actually live stream it some weeks if we wanted to. Yeah. We've got three fights left of 286 oh. to get to. Yeah. So I'll do um, this Let's rush through these before. To be fair, I don't feel like there's a whole lot to say about Joanne Wood versus Luana Carolina. I didn't see this fight. <laughs> you didn't watch it? Uh, Steve, you missed an absolute bang, my friends. I missed fight of the year contender. Um, also so missed it's in my top ten of all time. Uh, Steve, I I I could be wrong here, but um, I believe as well as not watching the fight, you said that Luana Carolina is now a UFC London jobber, which feels <laughs> very hard. <laughs> I mean, 
prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't, but I'm sure we'll see her back in a few months. The <laughs> um, confirmation here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you know what? A few of the lads didn't submit picks for that fight, so I just had to text them in the group being like, can I just confirm, can I put you down for Joanne Wood by decision? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, 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 no worries. You know what? This might be the crowning achievement of VMTV. <laughs> <laughs> we all got never, pick, right? Never in the history of Staff X has everyone gotten the predictions right, like all exactly the same on one fight and gotten it right. I mean, it was, it was obvious. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked my hand on the corner of my desk. <laughs> uh, okay. The... Is there anything else on this fight? No. No. Um, Jojo Ward's got one part left on a contract. Oh, there you go. She might retire after that. The UFC honestly. want to negotiate, renegotiate. It's not a thing about uh, Joanne Wood being a bad fighter or anything. It's just that she's getting a bit older now. Yeah, she's just made that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the majority draw um, between Jai Herbert and Ludwig Klein. Um, Again, we kind of spoke about this one earlier uh, with the whole uh, point deduction and Jai's team are going to look into it and try and appeal it, whether anything will come of that. Probably not, but we'll see. Um, I thought Jai looked pretty good for a lot of the fight. Um, without the point deduction, I, I think they did enough. But uh, what are your thoughts on the point deduction? I at the time, can I we, thought at the time, can we pull I, up that clip? Was... I can try and find the clip if you want the clip. It should be on UFC Europe. I know they posted it. Oh, what I will say is, I was. Quite impressive with Jai's work on the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was especially in round one. He was Klein had him in in his guard, and he was just kind of Jai was not like stopping working. And that's some of the on the lead up to this fight, he picked up his brown belt. So, um, congrats to him on that. And obviously, it's paid off, and he's he's looking good. He's still looking good against top opponents because, like we've said before, his run has just been like murderer's row. His uh, his up kicks from the bottom as well were yeah. terrific. I think he almost like finished with the up kicks at the one. Yeah, point. He, he really he had. Long long long. He, he was rocked. Yeah, yeah. I I do think he probably did deserve the nod if the point wasn't taken away. I don't know. I wasn't really scoring it at the time. Um, no, I was just I was I was enjoying a a, a pretty good fight overall. Man takes no easy fights. Man has no easy fights. Man has no easy fights. Keep talking while I find this video. Uh, okay. Miller and Hardy. What do we think? Oh, Hardy looked fucking good. So all I can say. She doesn't even look like the same fighter. Genuinely, no. like she looks. She looks so good. So fucking mm. good. Yeah. And Miller, strange looking shit. I was like, yeah, yeah. But like, to be honest, I. I'm not shitting on Juliana Miller here because I don't want to be Jake, but I wasn't massively impressed with her against Brogan Walker. Like, no, I didn't think she looked like a plus. I mean, a minus three hundred favorite. 
So no, I I thought I thought it was it was ridiculous that the betting line was that high. I just went with her because I had my doubts whether yeah. or not a uh, Hardy would be the, the same coming back off such a long layoff. Mm. But she got she got better. <laughs> yeah, she she touched on the fact that uh, having Dan in the corner was like a a real. She said that it's like a cheat code to a game, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, and it was pretty cool that that was a question I asked her, and now I'm seeing our MMA junkie clip that answer off and, <laughs> and roll it. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, she 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 looked really good, really good. Jamie's yeah. getting a bit too big time for us, honestly. So I'm, I'm He's not, not going to be on this podcast much longer. No, no. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, of course I will. No, no. You've you've left in the past. All right. You said that we had to start paying you for interviews, all that kind of thing, right? <laughs> And now that you've been on a fucking on a covering a big UFC term anyway, you're only part time as it is. What? Come on! (laughs) (laughs) You don't see us out here working for everyone else. I'm going to ignore the fact that Kyle writes for uh, for Sportskeeda as well, and that Steve has his own stuff going on. Apart from all the other sites that we all write for, we are company people through. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember my my roots at VMTV. No, I'm. Uh, I think I'm. I'm solely committed. I mean, I'm so writing I'm something. Like on... Network Pro Wrestling. I'm. I'm oh, working. I'm working on a piece uh, on my on my Medium account, if that counts. Just for myself. Um, <laughs> it's about. Oh, I don't know if I should say this now on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a touchy subject. I'm gonna cut you off then. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna need a wheel up on that one, Steve. What? Oh, didn't see it. No. Go again. Ah, oh, kind of just miss it. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Belt I line. Think it did hit him. Not clean. Not clean enough to take a fucking point away. But I know that was the second one of the round. Oh, the I don't know, round. man. It's kind of like thigh area. Okay, yeah, no, that time that it didn't depends how big I... his balls are, I suppose, but <laughs> they they don't call him the black country banger for nothing. <laughs> it, it kind of like thigh shot, I, I don't know. I do think it look it looks lower than what it kind of did on original viewing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. To quote Michael Bisping, you don't pee out your hip. Yeah. That's what I'm it does kind of look like it's to the side rather than yeah. But I yeah. wouldn't say it was hip. It's not the hip. I wouldn't say it's not the hip. No, I, don't, <laughs> I know Big Pink's got one eye, but that's not the hip. <laughs> Gee, Jamie, you're on some, you're on some Jake shit today. <laughs> Sorry, I just. What was yeah. it? The thing? He what went to one UFC card. Now he's Mister Fucking Big Time coming back throwing shade of fighters. All right. I was creasing at the uh, the Q and A, Steve. When yeah, that's Bisping what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Aspen will go to each of them. When like. Bisping called Aspinall ugly, and, and non- he was like, oh, uh, "You're only well, one eye." So, yeah. and then Bisping said about Aspinall's nickname, Tommy Two Legs, being a. <laughs> I won't say the word, but yeah, why can't you say maybe the word? I don't know. Maybe you can say the word, but I feel like I don't want to risk saying the word. No, okay, I'm not calling. That's t- not going to be the thing that gets this video taken down. No, no, like <laughs> it's gonna be I don't thing. know, dude. I, do you, uh, YouTube's algorithms are fairly uh, Americanized anyway? I don't think that's a word they use. Anyway, um, yeah, we call well, them the nonce. 
<laughs> All right. Well, there you, yeah. there you go. I yeah. guess we'll find out. Um, <laughs> we'll I guess you do, won't see this video, or you will. We'll do cage warriors, but Jamie, before you leave, I assume you're going to leave before we do cage yeah, warriors. I uh, I've just got a uh, bleach report notification to say that, uh, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, Leon Edwards has said on Ariel Show that he won't fight Colby. <laughs> so Ooh. there you go. You know what? Uh, you know what? I'm a little bit surprised. He, I expected he would just take the fight and batter him. Uh, with the quote being, when I was inactive, I got removed from the rankings, which is... That's very fair. Oh, fair if if anyone can make that point, it is Leon Edwards. So It's something I've said as well. Like Champions used to have some sort of say in who they fight, but maybe it's just the champions that have got massive drawing power, which I think mm-hmm. Leon does at this point from the, from the European market. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love uh, the guy, but Michael Bay's being fought Dan Henderson for the title. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking come on. Like, uh, I think I, there's a way, though, that obviously people are speaking about Belal. I know we've all got our thoughts on Belal, but has his run of these <laughs> undefeated, like this undefeated streak, has it been good enough to say that he deserves a title shot? I mean, Sean Brady he, being the most. He hasn't fought anyone in the top five either. But that's no. what I mean. Like, yeah. can, as much as, yeah, you, you're talking about an undefeated streak, that streak also has been outside the top five, so it's not... Did we not say as well, though, with, with Leon's streak before he came back and fought Nate, that, what, he had one win in the top five, which I think was RDA? I don't even know if RDA was in the top five at that point. But Yeah, I mean, was, yeah. The he was still... win had aged well as well, but that was still a couple years earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that point. But I think the fact that Leon was trying to get booked for a title eliminator fight. Yeah. Like he, he had the Woodley fight a week out and then that got cancelled. Like he he agreed to fight Hamza twice. That mm. fell through. So uh, whereas Belal, like he's not from as far as I'm aware, he's not accepting fights with the likes of Colby and I mean, well, they've rumoured that, well, Bilal's saying that that was a rumoured fight that Colby turned down. Well, Colby hasn't, that's, and that's the other point with Colby, he's not fighting anyone. No. Yeah, that's why, but then if you don't put Colby in there and you don't put Bilal in there, who who you put in there, the winner of Jorge Burns? If Please, for the Jorge love of fuck, don't put Jorge into a title fight. I would fight. love to see that because... I know, the... I know I know, you would, and I get it from your perspective that it's an easy fight for Leon that has a lot of drawing power to it, but you can't justify that. If, if Jorge yeah. wins... One win after three losses. If Jorge starches Burns, that's more impressive than what Belal's done to Sean Brady. Yeah. Even if it is, like he's lost his last few before that. If he goes and starches Gilbert Burns, who's been looking good, then make him fight Chavkat or something. Let him fucking earn it. I don't think he even needs to starch him. I think if he if he wins by any means with the with the history he has with Leon, they're doing yeah. that for sure. Oh, I, don't I don't think I don't think he's going to But then someone asked that question to Dana. Yeah, Dana said that it's Colby no matter what. I think he's going to stick to his guns. The man who really famous, famously doesn't make fights on Fight Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, um, and he made basically two one. fights. Yeah. <laughs> basically two fights on Belal and then promised Colby the next fight. So yeah. I just it's don't. Cool. I'd love to see oh, Shabka versus Usman Albord. I really I'd wish you said that to Dana, Jamie. I really wish you were like, 
I thought you didn't make fight songs. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd never be allowed back out of the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once once you go to an event and you're covering it, you have to swallow all your morals and everything and just Hello. be a bit of a yes man for about 20 minutes. I, I just didn't ask Diner a question because I didn't have anything worth asking him and I thought, oh, there's no point in asking him just something mm. for the sake of it, so... And there was people in there that were like... You, you didn't want to ask him about Power Slap UK. I was just about to say that, Steve. There were people yeah. in there talking about Power Slap, and I was like, please, just... <laughs> Any or update on Slappy Majesus? Is Fighting Beautiful? That was the other one. From the press conference. Oh, who is that fellow? I've never seen him before. Bro, who who is he? Who life. does he write for? And why is he dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know who you're on about now. The is fighting beautiful. That fella. The real oh, fucking... Yeah, the weirdo oh. fella. No, whoa. The liar. He's probably a nice guy. I just, I yeah, probably. That's a weird nice. fucking question, though. It was pretty broke. I don't know. Um, maybe he writes like a... spiritual thing. I don't know. <laughs> Why is he at a UFC press conference? <laughs> no, but like a... A combat spiritual page or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was a. Even as the camera log panned to him asking it, you could see the fans in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that, that reaction was. That was very much the reaction near me as well. Yeah, it was. Speaking of that press conference funny. though, shout out to Abs. What a guy. Yeah, he's a yeah. Abs. is a great yeah. guy. He, he, he came really up is. to Jamie and I after the press conference and recognized both of us. So, yeah, oh, that's he's a great sick. guy. Yeah. That's deadly. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's really fucking good at his job. He is, man. He really yeah. is. What was his line from road man to the main man? Yeah. <laughs> and he asked John Anik about obviously the yeah that was him as well. Call the fight, yeah. which was like I don't think anybody spoke to John Anik since that, which was like obviously that's a massive part of that fight and it's like call of it. So it was a really good question to ask. To be fair, and yeah. like Steve he said, he's absolutely a great guy. Yeah, I don't know how it works with because this will go straight up to YouTube, but we'll clip that and put it out because yeah, he did a great job. Mm. Um, Jamie, I, yeah. I'm assuming you are leaving us whilst we finish I'm, talking about Cage yeah. Warriors. I, I need to go and sort my flipping car out, right, guys. So. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you in a bit, Have mate. Fun, guys. See you see you Steve, apart from nearly giving a concussion to the future UFC heavyweight champion of the world, how was your experience at Cage Warriors 150? I mean, he wasn't that close to the door, to be fair. <laughs> nah, he's backtracking, though. He's backtracking. <laughs> yeah. On, um, on Saturday, it was, I nearly killed Tom Aspinall. And now it's like, oh, Tom Aspinall was behind it. <laughs> and now it's, Tom Aspinall was behind the door I opened. Yeah. I never said I nearly killed him. Nothing I could do with a weapon would be able to kill that man. He's a very big man. Oh, that's a heavy door, Steve. And I mean, I saw, look, I saw he's, him, he's, I saw him he's only got around. one knee. He's only got, you're trying to kill a crippled man. Right? I mean, but, I there have been rumor, but there have been rumors that he's a pedophile. So. <laughs> I don't know. If, <laughs> oh, we, we can let that out. <laughs> These oh. rumors, for clarification, because like we can't edit this, rumors started by a Mr. Michael Bisping. Yeah, Michael, it started by Michael Bisping. Started by Michael Bisping. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? There was more to that point, and then I realized we can't edit this out, so I'll just text you as a group player. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You're cool. 
But no, I saw Aspinall briefly in Canary Wharf as well on after the press conference. Yeah. I saw a bunch of people around there, you guys know. That was fun. Just went to get food around near the hotel. Saw everyone. Or lots of people. The Megan Olivi one was the funniest. He came she came out. They're like a delivery guy there with a pizza. She was like came out. She got like stopped for like autographs. And the delivery guys just go, Megan? Megan? <laughs> and one of the fans goes, Yeah, that's her. <laughs> and he's like, Who is she? No, that's cool. Um got a picture with Trevor Whitman. And the great night for him by the end of Gate you won. Good for that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm that's, right, that's not a joke, by the way. Jake um, just dropping some some bombshells on us that we will never be able to share. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't think I know who that is. Uh, we can't. Right, we can't. On. We can't. We can't give. No, we can't say it here. I'll just I'll, no. like. <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I've already said this to Callie. Like, this is not news to him. <laughs> Even he's like, "What?" Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, right. That's how. That's how crazy the news is. Yeah. No, yeah. right. Like, um, I have... K Royers. K Royers. Yes. <laughs> really good night. That's great to hear, Steve. What did you guys see the card? Did you manage to? I know you hadn't seen it all by the end. Well, oh, when we talked on Saturday, I know you hadn't seen it all, Carl. Have you seen it all now? Yeah, yeah, I caught up with it. Um, yeah, really enjoyable card. How did your uh, top five ones to watch get on in the end? Because when uh... I spoke to you on Friday night, it was looking a little bit rocky. But we went four and one. It oh. was just it was just Emil Brown that last. Just Emil Brown. That was Wait, a that I was mean, a tough I, fight I like for him as well. Yeah, uh, but no, I had Nick Bagley, who looked great. Just. Mm-hmm. First fight in a year, coming back from his first pro loss. And just came straight in, took the guy down straight away and just mauled him, really. There's not much more to say than that. Um, Lunaire. Oh, we'll, we'll, oh. we'll get back to him at the end, I think. You want to come back to him at the end? Yeah, okay. Um, Berlinson, I had on my list. Who, admittedly, I didn't see that fight because I was interviewing Lunaire. And then uh, it was it was a strange fight, uh, Berlin from Richardson. Yeah, it, was, it didn't it was... seem as exciting as maybe people predicted it would be. Yeah, it looked very uh, like a little bit. I don't want to say nervy, but it was a bit tentative of trying to figure out which guy was going to go first. I thought Jamie Richardson looked really, really good, mm. um, but Justin Berlinson is just a finisher, man. Like you give him a yeah. chance and he takes it. So yeah, very impressed by him and. and uh, then, um... Vicenich was my other one coming back, obviously, from that Paul Hughes loss last year, which was a beating, obviously, as we remember. And he looked great, yeah. I suppose you can say with the, um, the guy he was in there with was a guy with a lot less experience than him, he hadn't been that far into fights. But you know, Jordan did what he had to do, it was somewhat of a tune up for him after that, keeps him in title contention with a win. You know, and like we said, we don't know what's going on with Paul Hughes. He's kind of disappeared since that fight. So I was I was just gonna say when it comes to uh Justin's fight, like he took a lot of damage in that fight with McKee as well. So yeah, it wouldn't exactly you know, it's not out of the realm of uh, possibility that it you know, just a 
as Kyle said, just a, a bit nervy get back in there after a fight like that. You know, there's, there's no yeah. shame in it. Yeah, I didn't interview Justin after the fight because I didn't think it would be fair, having not seen the fight. But he, he was around for a while. He was talking to the Energized boys for a while. They were there. They're good guys. Lonier. Lonier. Let's talk about Lonier. I want to talk about Lonier all the time. Great performance. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah, he is not going to be in Cage Warriors much longer. Um, no. he said just looks ready made. Yeah, he said to me after the fight that he wants the title shot next. Yeah, I think, and obviously, think the, the issue is you've got Martin Yoni coming down now as well. He was the bantamweight champion, so he's gonna want to be in that picture as well. It's an interesting one, but I don't see why you don't put Lanier in there at that point. At this point, he's five and oh now, I think. Uh, yes. This fight was just so one-sided. Like that... Like, the other guy was 4-0 as well, but he looked like he should not have been in there with Lanier. No. Uh, that's that's what's crazy, is I keep having to remind myself that Lanier is only five fights in, because... Five fights, like, 20, 23 years old. It looked like a mismatch. Like, the he absolutely smashed the guy's one leg to pieces in the first, yeah. like, round and a half, and then just spent the rest of the fight taking the other one apart as well. Yeah. Um, I remember he threw that spin kick earlier on in the fight, and it looked horrible, and then obviously threw it again later on and caught the guy as he was just coming timed in. Like, it, just timed it right with the takedown. Yeah. Uh, My interview he, with Lanier should... Exciting. Be out today or tomorrow. Corley has it, so anytime. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. impressed by him. Between that and the UFC, a really fun weekend of fights here. Yeah. And we've got <laughs> absolutely loads of MMA to talk about this weekend uh, with one championship one. with Cage Warriors, with PFL. With PFL, yeah. Yep. So oh, we should, we should have that. talked about PFL while, while Jamie was here. Like, I know he's gonna. He might miss out later uh, in the week. We'll see. see. Later in the week, we're gonna. Are we gonna come back to preview all of that? Or yeah, yeah. I suppose I, we I, can do. I suppose we can do like a a live one for that if you want. If you want to work something for it, get yeah, on a few yeah. uh, guests if possible. Do like if, a, you, if, if you want. Do like a, I. I don't know if we need guests because it's gonna be like two hours as it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, like guests who will stay on and talk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're taking we're taking two hours out of fighters' lives to talk about PFL. Yeah. yeah, go on random tangents. Um, yeah, I'm sure um, they'd love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you yeah, mentioned we... one championship, though. Should mention, obviously, we heard today the passing of Yuri Lapicus. Just awful news. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gets tough to, to kind of fit in the news sometimes in between the recaps and previews. But yeah, good yeah. point to, to bring that up. Um, but yeah, we will be back to do that, to do all the previews, probably like, I don't know, Thursday, something like that. A little bit closer to the fights. Um, I can't do Thursday. Just heads up. Wednesday? Maybe. Because Friday is Cage Warriors, so that okay, might be a little bit yeah. too late. Wait, Wednesday should be good. I can... Maybe, probably do Wednesday. Maybe. Okay. I'll fit it in. We'll, we'll figure something right. out. Cool. Um, are we going to wrap this one up now? Yeah. Do you... Not nearly an hour and 45 minutes. 
<laughs> can you download it like straight from here or does it go straight to... basically i can queue it to go to youtube and it'll just go straight from here okay so i'm trying to think how we're going to do clips i guess we'd have to download the youtube video yeah we can worry we don't need to worry about this on air <laughs> yeah <laughs> just thinking out loud all right yeah, yeah good uh, let me know when you want to end the recording and if you want to do an outro uh no 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 we can end it 